Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to be joined by our friend Luke Korak. He's a Blues Insider, and you can find him on Twitter. He's at LKorak10. Lou, we appreciate the time as always, my friend. Let's start with the injury updates from today, or I guess sickness, whatever you want to call it, updates. What's your latest understanding of Vladimir Tarasenko's status, and do you think that we will be able to see Colton Pareko back in the lineup tonight? Well, Tarasenko's not going to play tonight. Uh, it'll be his second straight game out um, with illness, was not on the ice, so you won't see him tonight. So that's just one of those where it's a day-to-day situation. Uh, and I uh, thought maybe you might see him out there today, but I guess not. And, you know, when you're winning, I guess you can afford to maybe give him a couple of extra days to uh, get himself uh, back to 100%. And uh, as far as Pareko, game time decision, but uh, – I, I think he's going to be in the lineup. And he, uh, guys, he gave us every indication when we talked to him on Saturday that uh, he was shooting from Monday. He was actually, to be honest with you, uh, kind of pressing to maybe get in there on Saturday. But I think with this being so early in the year, you can afford to give him a couple of extra days. And all things considered, you got you got a defensive group that's been playing pretty good and a team that continues to win and I think you want to just look at the long-term prognosis of this and, and outlook. You really want to make sure that he's ready to go because you don't want something to linger on here and maybe affect him later on down the road. So, uh, but it all, but all indications look like he's going to come back. He had, he had a chat with Craig Berube there on the ice and assistant coach Mike Van Ryan before he left. And uh, yeah, it's uh, Craig Berube is sounds confident that he's going to play, but uh, just to be on the cautious side, they're going to, they're going to call it a game-time decision, but all signs point <clears throat> to number 55 being back in there. Luball to that point of uh, being cautious and going to Vladdy, and look, it's just an illness from what we understand, which is a good thing. It's not some type of injury. Uh, how yep. much of that decision to you know let him take his time with it also plays into the fact that Kyrou Thomas and Buchnevich looked really good together on Saturday night? Boy, didn't they really? I mean, that was uh, that was quite a show that they put on, and yeah, I – I would tend to agree with that, that uh, when you've got guys that are playing well right now, you can afford these guys those extra couple of days. Now, if we were talking about this, what, a week and a half ago when they were losing eight in a row, you might see guys that say, okay, let's let's try to get these guys back in, or the, the players themselves might say, Let, let's try to get back in to try to break out of this funk, but when you're going as well as you are right now, you are able to afford this, and it's a good thing because they were able to put Alexei Torpchenko in the lineup, and Craig Berube felt like he was going to be able to pick his game up again after giving him some time to reset there after his injury that you know he fought so hard for to get back from earlier, much earlier than we all anticipated. So he came back in and played well on that fourth line. You, you're able to move Nolachari up with uh, Braden Shannon. I thought he had another solid game. So it affected three out of the four lines, and you wonder if that was going to mess with any of the chemistry, but it certainly did not, especially that Buchnevich 
Thomas and Kyra line, those guys just look like they had a puck on a string the other night. Lou, you mentioned the guy that I wanted to ask you about, and that's Noel Achari. I think I'm the president of his fan club right now, and it's not like he's lighting the world on fire when it comes to the numbers that he's putting up. He's got six points overall in the 17 games that he's played so far this season. But I feel like he's a guy that just brings whatever they need on any given night. They need a goal presence. He can do that. They need somebody that can play with physicality. He's got that for you. They need somebody that can go and play behind the net. He's got that for you as well. Have you been surprised at all by the impact that we have seen so far this year from Noel Achari and what stuck out to you about his game? I would say yes to that question, just because I haven't been able to watch him extensively being over in the Eastern conference, but the times that I have watched him play and certainly we got a, up close and personal view of him during the Stanley cup final back in 2019. And I remember him. I mean, he's, he seems like a glue guy. I mean, a, a guy that just brings his unit together. And Craig Berube even said it, that uh, even during that eight game losing streak, he felt like he, that was one guy that played well through all of that. And you just mentioned a lot, you know, a lot of his traits and he's brought that over here and, Think about it. This is a guy, and Craig Ruby has mentioned it as well. He scored 20 goals with Florida a couple years ago, and this is a guy that you're using on your fourth line. But, yeah, I'm, I've been really impressed with him. Uh, it doesn't surprise me in the fact that this is what they needed and this is what they brought him here for, but I just think he's, he's fit in well with this group, and I think just his understanding of the way they want to play and the systems that they run here really fit into the fabric of his game. And it's worked out well so far, and you hope to see it continue. And uh, he's, a guy, he, he's a guy that kind of reminds me of Braden Shen, a guy that you can take, put him in a different spot, and he's going to make his line mates better. Lou, uh, I want to go back to the defense that you mentioned because you said that they've been playing much better these last couple of games. I, I think the biggest question that Blues fans seem to have is, are we seeing a, a flash of just the defense playing well like we did in the game against the Edmonton Oilers and then they fell off in that eight-game losing streak? Or are we actually seeing the defensive scheme that can last long-term with the style of players that the Blues have? I think it's, I think it's uh, the long-term effect. And, you know, listen, I, I think what you're seeing, too, is, is an infusion from these guys from the bottom. The Callie Rosens, the Tyler Tuckers, Nico Mikola, step him up and play him with a Nick Letty that's been able to absorb those minutes that not exactly all the minutes that Colton Pareko vacated, but somebody had to step into that top four. So I think it's I, I think it's I think it's the long term effect of what you're seeing. And it's it it's starting it, it's not exactly a hundred percent. I don't think it's at, at the top of their game and, and peaking where you want to see it at, but I think progression, you're definitely seeing it there. They have their moments, obviously, where, you know, they get hemmed into the zone and the opposition, and you saw it the other night. I mean, when you're up 5-1 to one, the third period, it, it looked like, uh, you know, they just kind of, you know, you hear it, they took, take their foot off the gas. But uh, I've liked the group, and uh, I've really liked what Callie Rosen has brought. I, I didn't see that coming, but – you know, you see a veteran guy here that's that stepped in, and I, I just think he keeps getting better and better, not only uh, in the defensive zone, but providing some of that uh, offensive defenseman flair as well. Final question that I've got for Lou Korak. You can find him on Twitter, at LKorak10, Blues Insider, joining us here on BK and Ferrario. Uh, Lou, we were talking a little bit about Pavel Buchnevich earlier. I want to get your perspective on this. Is he the Blues' best overall player right now? Not saying most talented, 
But overall, when you take into account every area of his game, is he their best player right now, in your opinion? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I would definitely say he's up there. It's it's kind of hard for me right now to discount what Braden Shen has done, and I really have liked, you know, his not only his offense but his physicality, his defensive awareness. So, yeah, I I, I would say right now Buchnevich's game is right up there, and it took him a little bit of time to get there. Obviously, with him coming off of. Uh, you know, the lower body injury that set him back for, what, five games there after he played in the opener. And then he plays, what, four or five games. And, you know, he's not on the score sheet. And I just think it took him a little bit of time to get back into the rhythm. And I think you're seeing it right now. He's feeling 100%. He's healthy. I don't think it really matters who he's playing with right now because his contributions are just immensely important for this team, guys. You, you see it. He's He's counted on at both ends of the ice. He's a penalty killer. He's he's a power play specialist for you, uh, five on five, uh, a physical player. Hangs on to pucks. Has got a great shot. I mean, he brings it all. But I would but I would put him up up there right now. I would say with Braden Shen overall as as probably the two guys that are playing at their best. Final one from me, Lou. Um, and we've talked a lot about Jordan Bennington's play this season, and the more you watch him play, the more it feels like the way he performs seems to exude confidence on the guys in front of him. Am I missing that? No, for sure. It's it's definitely it's definitely there. I think his play is picked up, and I don't care what the numbers say. And we see what is coming from the outside guys. We're all here and see what's happening. And uh, let me put it to you this way. I, there's no way this team has got the record it has without his performance. And, and I can say that even, you know, you can even include Thomas Grice in there. How about if I just say without the goaltending's performance? Uh, but Bennington's had the, the bulk of, of the load there. And uh, to me, I just think he's picked up where he left off uh, the way he was performing in the playoffs last year. Um, his angles are excellent right now. He's not giving up any juicy rebounds, and when he does, I mean, he seems to be he seems to be covering the angles uh, for, from every which way possible. And if if you're beating him, it's on redirects, it's on what backdoor tap ins, and <laughs> those sorts of things. You're not seeing you're not seeing very many cheap goals going in. Let's put it that way. And and, and they're going to need that from him because if you're going to have this guy be your number one, and he is your number one. You're going you're gonna to have to have him playing at, at a top-notch level, and I think you're getting that right now. He's Lou Korak. Find him on Twitter, at LKorak10, one of the best in the business. We always appreciate him taking the time to join us here on the show. Lou, have a happy Thanksgiving. We'll talk with you again soon, my friend. Take care, boys. Always a good one. You guys have a happy Thanksgiving as well. See you, Lou Absolutely. Ball. Same to you. That is Lou Korak joining us here on a 101 ESPN.